a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Music and Concert Zone with Johnny Lightfoot and Trent Falcone on 975-1280 the Zone. Hey there, welcome to 97.5 and 12.80 the Zone. Johnny Lightfoot here. This is the music zone where we discuss everything music. And concert related, and I'm here with my buddy and pal, Mr. Trent Falcone. How you doing, buddy? So good, man. So good. Yeah, so good. We finally get to do this. How many years has it been? It's been like since we were. Well, we met in junior high school. Did we? Wasn't it before? Didn't we go to elementary school together? We could have. I've forgotten. Well, uh, that's what happens at our age. But uh, a I, long time. I do remember you and I would uh, ride together. To school, listening to Kiss music, rocking out, bragging yep. about who's got the most Kiss stuff. You win every time. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to start off on the wrong foot. But yeah, <laughs> basically, I do win. But that's okay. You have an impressive guitar collection. Oh well, thank you very much. So we are here to tell you about upcoming concerts, concert news, and everything music related. Trent, I am very excited about this. I think it's cool. Like I said, we have such a great background, such a great history of, geez, almost 40 years together of knowing each other. So we probably have a lot to talk about. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to like brag, but um, I can't think of, of uh, somebody that I'd rather do this with. I mean, we've, yeah, we've known each other forever. We, I can't think of too many people that love music more than I do. Uh, and you might be one of those people. Like you might have me. Yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, and we. I, we. I mean, we love it. We live it. We always have. Yeah. Uh, despite trends, despite everything, this is what we do. This is exactly we what always we do. Have. We've always been in it. We've. Uh, you're a musician. I'm a musician. We just we love music. But we're going to talk to you about some music news. We're going to get into some upcoming concerts that are coming. We're going to talk about an album, Trent, that uh, got me through high school. Falling asleep in certain classes that I used to listen to. There was one class in particular. We'll get into this in another segment, but I would always fall asleep during it and just listen to this record. And ironically, the singer of this band is coming in concert soon, but we'll get to that in a minute. Bingo. I want to start off, though, Trent. Uh, are you a Prince fan? Uh, boy, way to start off on a strange question. I'm hit or miss with yeah, Prince. Okay. I have uh, immense respect. Obviously, how can you not? Sure. And there are bits and pieces, but I cannot claim to be the biggest Prince fan. Although, obviously, right? I mean, one of the most talented people oh, ever. By far, by far. Um, 
when doves cry all day long i mean purple rain that mm-hmm. that for sure the They're, 1999 album purple rain as absolutely you yeah. bits and pieces yeah for sure it's great stuff well as we know prince sadly died a few years ago and this is a little bit of music news here, which I, I'm not sure how I feel about this because three of the late musicians out of his six, so three of the six siblings, have sold the majority of their inheritance from Prince's songs. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's a payday, right? Sure. I mean, that's a, a payday. It's a payday either way, though. Well, that's true, but you knew it was going to happen. I mean, it had to happen, right? Sure. I, mean, this, I actually had this conversation with somebody not that long ago. For years, I, you couldn't really find Prince merch, no, right? Outside no. of a concert, you couldn't find no. anything. He was very good about just making sure he controlled everything. And I think now you can get a Prince shirt at, at Hot Topic. So there you go. There's their, yeah. you know, somebody somebody obviously has, has sold something. So, Well, check this out. This is according to the Minneapolis Star Tribune. The three youngest of Prince's six siblings have each agreed to sell their inheritance in the estate to New York independent music publisher and talent management company, primary wave so they are no longer going to get royalties from anything they're no, they're no longer going to get uh mechanicals from when the song is played however the older three which in my opinion the the smarter three which are uh, sharon noreen and john nelson it's an interesting name john nelson i wouldn't expect that from prince said they have no plans to sell their stakes in the rights of the singer's estate i'm kind of with them i understand what you're saying it's a payday right now but I think the long haul may be a bigger payday. I'm not saying it's a it's not a mistake. I'm just saying, you know, I get I get the paycheck, but so the question how much? What they get? It it's undisclosed right now what they got. But I'm sure it was quite a lot. Well, I'm going to I'm going to side with you on this. I would think, I mean, let's be honest. Prince is ne- he's not going away. I mean, He's iconic. That's it. He's let. I mean, he's not going away, right? So yeah, you probably should have held on to that. Oh yeah. I mean, that's probably the smart move. That's the move. Keep keep the uh, keep the ownership. Keep it and let it keep coming in. He's never going to go away. He's immortal. He's immortal now. Boy, he sure is. I mean, Especially if you live in Minneapolis, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone loved. But I I was a Prince fan. I mean, I'm a I'm a rocker at heart. Uh, I believe you are as well. But I still got into Prince's music. I yeah. still loved it. I I. I still think it's great. I think he was a genius. I think he was absolutely on top of his game. It's really sad. And here's the biggest thing, and this is after sitting in a vault for over a decade. It's called Welcome to America. is now available to listen. You can check it out on Legacy Recordings. So it's like brand new Prince music. How cool is that? And that's kind of the fun part too, right? Is I mean, again, once again, he's immortal. I mean, he's been gone how many years now? Oh, uh, at least almost a decade, I would think. Already. Just wow. about, or right there about. And yeah, there's there will probably be 25 Prince records in the next, you know, 20 years. I take it back. I'm sorry. He died in 2016. It feels like it's been a decade, but in 2016 of, a, of a, unfortunately, an overdose, accidental overdose. But Well, side, right. side note, uh, since we're on the topic, how do you feel about the fact, this is always something that fascinates me when this happens, right? Sure. So somebody unfortunately passes away and the family goes into the vaults and they find 500 unreleased songs. Sure. Now, my question is, there's a reason they were unreleased, right? Yeah. There was a reason so. the artist chose not to release them, whether they weren't finished. Maybe they didn't like a track. Maybe they didn't like the vocal. Maybe, they, you know, so is that odd to put out things that the artist chose not to put out? 
it's because as you know right but you're you're finicky if you're a sure. musician if you're a if you're a songwriter right you want things perfect so how do we feel about that the fact that you're you're selling something that may or may not be up to what his standards would have been that that's a really interesting topic because I know exactly what you're saying. If I, I mean, every musician has done it. I've recorded songs that are that are on my computer back at home that I would never release because I don't think they're perfect. There's a reason. Uh, Jimi Hendrix did that. Eddie Kramer got a bunch of his music and released it. It's never the same as the artist going out. And I, I think it's cool because yes, we're never going to get anything new. So this is new for that artist, as good as it's going to be. That's right. Yeah. But at the same time. The artist is dead and did not want it released for a certain reason. He did not put it out for a certain reason. Sure. There's a prime example. There's a, a guitar player named Michael Hedges who died in a car accident. He was hit head on in his – he had a, one of those uh, – what do they call The Volkswagen buses, right? Mm. And he was hit head on by a semi. A semi crossed the median, smashed him, killed him. They released his album that he was partially recording and almost done with. Not completed, but they released it. And it's not one of my favorites. So – I do see your point, and I see the other side as well. It's man, it's it's a tough it's a tough coin. Which side do you choose? You know. Well, again, as a fan, right? I guess if there's an upside, as you you know that you're going to be able to hear, you know, you're still going to be able to hear music from your favorite artist at sure. least. But again, you know, we're probably a bit biased because being on the writer side or musician side, if it's not perfect, I don't know that I would want it out. I mean, I, right. so you you have to. You have to look at it that way. But again, from a fan perspective, it would be cool to know at least you're going to hear his voice again. You're going to hear his guitar playing again. Uh, where it gets dodgy for me is when they have, you know, when they, re, you know, what you might have a vocal track and a drum, a drum track, and then they bring in musicians to fill, in fill it blanks, in yeah. and all that, you know, that that's probably where it gets a little bit that dodgy gets weird to me, a little dodgy because Prince was very controlling of everything he did musically. Sure. Sure. Everything he did was under under his thumb. In fact, most of it he played a lot of the instruments on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. If Prince had a song that was just drums, his guitar, and a vocal, and someone came in and put keyboards and bass that wasn't his imagination, is it technically a Prince song? Yes, but it's not technically his vision. Well, there's a great question. Is it a Prince song? So there's here's a question. So I have a buddy who is a Prince fanatic, and okay. he's also a guitar player. If Prince wrote a song and he did not record the guitar track, can you imagine what his opinion would be? Oh yeah, <laughs> hearing uh, somebody playing a guitar solo to a a rough track, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and it's not his vision of the uh, the way the guitar solo. I can't imagine that that would be very popular. No, I no. mean, well, like, as I mentioned, Jimi Hendrix earlier, Eddie Kramer released a recording of him. This is this was back in the late '90s, early 2000s when Eddie Kramer put this out. In fact, he and I were. Uh, driving in my car he came he was part of a music store that i i worked for called mars music which is no longer around and they would he was on the board so anytime we opened up a new store he would come out anyway he wanted to get indian food so i took him out to indian food long story short he said i want to play you something he popped in a cd in my car and kids cds are those little round things that you you used to listen to music sure. and if, if you don't like it you can also use it as a coaster yep anyway um he said what do you think of this and he played it and i said man it sounds a lot like lenny kravitz he goes, it's actually Johnny Winter and uh, Jimi Hendrix, and Jimi Hendrix is playing rhythm guitar to wow. Johnny, so no lead. And I, I, th- I thought to myself, I said, that's really cool, but 
would Hendricks want that released? Well, again, I mean, as a fan, I, you know what? I'm now hearing the story. I'm, I'm going to contradict myself. As a fan, I would, I would be elated yeah, to hear that, right? right? I would be absolutely, I would be, can you imagine? I mean, again, I, some of the bands I like when a, a rare demo version of a song that you know and love comes out. Um, mm-hmm. And then you, somebody unearths a copy of it, you know, demo style where it's not the version that you know in your mind sure that in and of itself is always spectacular right to hear Absolutely. like the rough to where i'm the a fan started. of well I'm, I'm a fan of hearing it uh you know with imperfection i like I, when you have a song you love and then you hear the version of it that they didn't intend for you to hear maybe mm-hmm. before it was polished and they fixed little mistakes sure. i always find that to be fascinating i always yeah. think it's absolutely fascinating to hear uh, that version of it. However, that's, you know, again, they didn't want you to hear it. No, that's why it was. That's why they didn't put it out. That's why they redid it. Yeah. It clearly wasn't good enough. But um, I mean, again, I guess it it's depends on where you fall in the music nerd <laughs> category. Right. And I'm a nerd. I'm a music nerd. I love it. As are you. Well, cha- changing subjects here a little bit. Um, we've had some tragedies in the last few weeks in the music world. Um, going back to Cinderella guitarist Jeff Labar died at 58 years old. And, of course, he was known from the band Cinderella, which I grew up loving and listening. Of course, the singer Tom Kiefer. But the weirdest thing about it, Trent, is, and this one kind of touch homes, for, touch homes for both you and me, is on the same day, Cinderella keyboardist Gary uh, Corbett died at 62, and he was also Kiss's like offstage background vocals and keyboard player as well. Yeah, kind of really crazy. Pretty weird. Pretty strange. He was a Grammy Award winning uh, keyboardist, like you said, for Cinderella and Kiss. And man, I just can't imagine the the diehard Cinderella fans. I like Cinderella. I'm not a diehard Cinderella fan, but imagine if you're Tom Kiefer right now, thinking, "Whoa, sure. this is just seriously heavy." And, of course, I think the one that really touches home pretty bad with me was uh, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top passed away. Well, yeah, as a bass player, right? You're, you've got to be. Like, I mean, that's guy that he's one of the most influential of all time, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, ZZ Top. I'm not a bass player, and I, I can't imagine. I mean, and I think, I didn't I read, it's the, uh, the that lineup, the longest original lineup in history. Is that right? If I read it correctly, they that that core unit. Well, sure. I mean, I, I, when you think about it, yeah, that's been it. That make, for, well, when did they yeah. start? Debut album came oh, out when? I mean, seventy. I got it here. And uh, when you think of when you think seventy one is when their first album was released. I mean, when you think of bands, right? And you think of all the drama, and you think of all the stories that you hear. That's the in and of itself that it was. Uh, the, you know, they they were together that long. It's pretty spectacular. What do you think is the most famous part of ZZ Top? What do you? When you oh, someone says ZZ I mean, Top, what do you think? I mean, should it be the answer? But it's the beards. It's the beards. I mean, right? it's the beards. Yeah. It's the. I mean, that's as much of a a shtick as you know Sinatra in a in a suit or sure you know. But no, absolutely the beards. But, but uh, let's be honest, some of those '80s videos that you know the car was. The car was, the classic, car was pretty right? damn cool. Well, you and I grew up in the M- MTV era when MTV actually played music. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the M at one time stood for music I believe television, so. yeah, not <laughs> reality show television. I believe so. But I, I, I wasn't initially a ZZ Top fan when they first came out. I was the MTV absolutely ZZ Top fan. Uh, legs. Uh, yep. Sharp dressed man. Yep. When they, when as you mentioned, the car. Yeah. 
You know, yep. they're driving around. But what I found super funny about this, not not his death, but the band is Billy Gibbons, guitar player, singer, Dusty Hill, bass player who just passed away, and then the drummer, Frank Beard. With no beard. With no beard. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I've always found that to be quite strange. I remember at one time, and this I think this was in the late 80s or early 90s, I think it was one of the major razor companies offered them $1 million each to I remember shave that their story. beard. With, I remember with, that with story. With their razor. Yeah, I remember that. And it didn't happen, obviously. It, no, it did they, not they happen. They said, no, no, thank you. No. But, uh, of course- See, there you go. Sometimes it's not about the paycheck. See? No. And there you go. Turn down that paycheck. Keep and, that- Think of how long it took to get that beard. Right? Come yeah, on. Yeah, at least a couple not, weeks. Not everything is worth a paycheck. <laughs> Come on. I I uh I truly will miss Dusty Hill as a musician, as a bass player, as as part of ZZ Top. His bass lines were not complicated. They were not like, wow, that's that's the most amazing bass player I've ever heard, but they were so right for the songs. He had feel. Right. It just had a feel. He had groove. And I didn't know that fact that you brought up about uh Every, about them being the longest together. I, I mean, again, I just glanced at that uh, the other day. Um, I mean, it's important to say that, you know, we, you know, we're just chatting about music. I didn't really study up for tonight's uh, show, but I, I swear that's what it said. I think it's one of the longest running original groups, you know, with, with no member changes. That's so amazing. Which makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, or maybe it was classic rock bands, but... Um, it certainly makes sense to me. It seems like they've been around. It's been that lineup forever. So, but I'm with yeah. you. I was. Have you ever seen them? Did you ever see them live? I never saw ZZ Top. I, out of all I the don't times. believe I have either. I'm, they came to the Pepper Mill a few times, and I, I regret because I played that venue, and there's not a bad seat in the house. But I was always on the road when they came, so I missed out on that, and I kind of regret that. And apparently, they're going to continue to tour. Is that right? Yeah, they're going to continue. Yeah. They're going to hire. Well, I, I believe uh, when Dusty was sick, his bass tech stepped in and, yeah. and did the show for him. Yeah, it sounds like you know. Obviously, they had um, they had issues with this prior to his passing, and so yeah. But apparently, and also what I read is that he that is in fact that was his wish that they continue. Really? Uh, so obviously he was ill and probably uh, probably knew that he wouldn't be able to continue, you know, either way, but yeah, I guess he wanted them to continue, which that, you know, that there you go. That's cool. That's cool. Right? I mean, they yeah. you know, the prince conversation. Right. It's so what do cool. you do if the guy, you know, what what do you do if you're if you're the uh, the other two and and he absolutely, uh, you know, when I if I'm gone, the end the band should end, right? I mean, yeah, that's kind of cool to say. Now keep going, keep right? Going. Keep doing it, and uh, so good. You know, God bless. It's a, it's a good thing for him to do that. Now, this la this last one I want to talk about is uh, the violin player and vocalist for the rock band Kansas, Robbie Steinhardt. Hard. I, I never get his name right. It's always one of those crazy ones. And sadly, I have a story about him. We uh, we were doing a show in I believe it was the Dominican Republic. And, and who's we? Air Supply. There you go. And Give uh, everyone your history. Kansas opened up for us in that show. Oh, wow. Which was crazy. So we were sitting backstage, and I, we were sitting at a, a, in the green room with Robbie. But the, that green room was just off the backstage step, so it was an open-air environment. You could still hear everything. And we're talking and just, you know, doing what we do as musicians, having fun back there talking, eating some food and chatting. And all of a sudden, Kansas starts. And Robbie's sitting like you are across the table from me. He stands up, starts yelling profanities, and storms to the stage, picks up his violin, and starts playing. It's so... It was, so so where's the, where was the tour manager? 
in exactly. catering, probably. That's yeah. what he was mad about. He's yeah. like, why sure. wouldn't someone let me know we're going on? Sure. Well, those it's like the famous stories you hear. Uh, I can't think of all the bands. I know I've read this more than once. So the, the bands that stop in the middle of the night somewhere at a truck stop. Sure. Uh, I've done that. To, to, to buy a sandwich or whatever, and somebody gets left behind. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how does that happen? How does that happen? You don't notice when you're on, you, you know, like you're going on stage and you're missing one of the men. Uh, like, really? Imagine before cell phones, how you got a hold of someone. Well, and, and what if the bus leaves you? Then what? Right. What happens then? So when we were touring, we had a rule. Um, if you got on the bus after the two principal singers, Graham and Russell, you were left. And you had to find your own way there. So we were always early. Early. Early for everything. Hey, man, it teaches you to be on time, yes. right? Not everything can wait for you, right? Shows, the, let's go. The saying was, early is on time and on time is, is late. late. Yes. Sure, so absolutely. That's exactly how it was back then. But crazy times. We've lost a lot of great musicians just this year. We're not even half, well, we're about halfway done with this year. And we, actually, we're a little over halfway, but we still lost a lot of greats. I mean, the list goes on and on. And it's sad. And I, I sadly, Trent, I don't know if we're going to make it through without any more losses i'm sure we're going to have some more major players go well i mean it's always uh it's always incredibly sad when you don't get it you know that again i i told this story on a on a show a couple months back i i somehow in my life never got to see van halen really or if i did i don't remember it so i must have been very young but it always is absolutely it just it it, it sucks when you yeah you know it's like well you know, clearly. And, uh, you know, back to ZZ Top. Good for them. They're going to play. They're going to continue to tour. But isn't there part of it that it's just not going to be the same? Yeah, right? I of mean, course. If, if Van Halen, maybe a bit of a different example, but if Van Halen toured, it's not going to be the same. You know, and it's no. always disappointing to me to realize that's it. And, you know, another topic for another day, but that the next, my brain always goes to, who's the next Eddie Van Halen? I don't you know, know if like we're going to see As one, we see you know? these guys leave, right? Who's the next Who's the next ZZ Top? I, I don't know if we will see one. I mean, the way music is done now, it's not the, the way it was done then. I mean, again, right, When the, as these classic bands. And I, it does, you don't have to be a rock fan. It could be anybody we're talking about. Country sure. music, uh, rock music, whatever, pop music, the old guard, you know? Yeah. Like, who's the next Prince, you know? Maybe... Maybe the weekend, maybe Bruno Mars. Bruno maybe. Mars comes I mean, to there's mind. definitely some people that you know, like yeah. um, Justin Timberlake. I don't know, but it. I don't know. It always makes me incredibly sad to think. Well, that's the end of the, you know. You don't get another chance. It's over with. You don't. I think the closest thing we're going to have to Eddie Van Halen is Wolfgang with his ba new yeah. band Mammoth. Yeah. It's what is it? Is it uh, WVH Mammoth? Is that, I think that's what he I calls it. So. I believe so. And I've listened so. to some of his tracks, and I got to tell you, Trent, they're really cool. I've heard that. I've not. I've not checked it out yet, but I've I've heard good things. He's got some great things. Well, all right, we are going to take a break right here. We're going to pay some bills and get right back with some more music talk. Ninety-seven five twelve eighty. The Zone. This is the Music and Concert Zone. I will be Johnny Lightfoot, and right over on my side here is Trent Falcone. What up? Now, don't you remember this, man? This takes me back to high school, listening to Queensryche, Operation Mindcrime, 
Of course, we're listening to I Don't Believe in Love off the Operation Mindcrime album. And I believe, Trent, that is from 1988. Wow. Wow. Time flies. Way to make a way to make a, a guy feel old. Right. Well done. Oh, you're welcome. That's, great that's, song, though. Great that's song. That's what I do. Great song. It is a great song, and what a great band. And if I am not mistaken, Jeff Tate's coming in concert. He is. Yes. You uh, know where to, he's going to uh, be? Uh, to the depot. Oh, uh, cool. He will be playing at the depot on uh, November 22nd. Really? Yeah. Now, my question is, uh, apparently it's the 30th anniversary of Empire and Rage for Order, so which record? Oh, Empire for me. That's kind of what I think, too. And, and yeah. I, I didn't really get into Rage for Order, which came out before Operation Mindcrime. Um, if I had to be honest, I'd say Operation yeah. Mindcrime is the, I mean, that's it. I, I would, talk about I a classic agree. rock record, oh, right? I mean, Top to bottom. I was just going to say, is it my imagination? I, I recall every single track was oh, really yeah spectacular i just remember i mean i was i'm not going to say how old i was when it came out but i think i i mean i listened to that thing front to back and i don't remember a a bad song i don't remember of course back then we would have lifted the needle right <laughs> off the tip yeah there wasn't i don't even think that was a cd skip was it no well, that was a record that was a record at least i had it on vinyl you know trent speaking of dropping the needle that's something that I have found has come super popular again. In fact, even myself has gone out and bought a bunch of records, got a really cool record player, and just I really enjoy dropping the needle, listening to music on a record player. I'm not really sure what it is about it that's so cool other than the fact that now I finally listen to an entire record top to bottom from song one to song 12 10 15 whatever it is i listen to the whole thing i'll put a record on and i'll just start cooking and listen to it in the background or i'll clean the house or i'll even you know do some of my work here for the radio station all of this stuff i just absolutely love to do to a record and i don't know why i mean in the past you know you would just simply well you'd put on a song and and you'd be done with that song you put on the next song so you do get more artists involved but i like the fact of just sitting down listening to one record for example like we were listening to operation mind crime i will listen to the beginning to the end get the whole story since it is a concept album which i absolutely love i love that whole thing i think it's totally awesome i wish more people would do it in fact i hope more people will do it because it is cool it is fun and yeah, I do kind of feel retro with it, but I got to tell you, you get some great speakers, you get a really clean vinyl, and man, it sounds awesome. What I loved about Operation Mindcrime, it was the first concept album that I understood the meaning of concept album. It told a story from the first song to the last well, song. Well, and don't, I mean, didn't you think it was so cool that, I mean, it was so like... I know they're not the first band to do that, but I just remember thinking, like, right. wow, that's, you know. Right. That's what I mean. Of... That was the first band that it, the concept album actually made sense to me. Yeah. And I loved that. It was so cool. And earlier in the show, I said I used to fall asleep in class in high school. I fell asleep to Operation Mind Crime, and you're going to laugh at this, in uh, business class. <laughs> I probably should have paid more attention Seems, seems like a poor choice, yeah. But I remember falling asleep every day. The class was at 11 o'clock right before lunch, and I put on Operation Mindcrime every day and just listened to it. I'm sure the uh, teacher, I don't even remember his name, I remember the school, and I remember the classroom was upstairs, and I just fell asleep. I think I failed the class. 
What a surprise. Well, I'm going to say if you fell asleep every day, you probably did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I it's did. It's a safe bet. But rock and roll got in my brain and, and made me the person I am now. And that's, sure. that's, that's why, why I do radio. That's why we're here. <laughs> right? That's why we're here, just to get away and, and reminisce, talk about music. Well, that's what it's about. That's all it's about, man. That's it. I mean, I know we're on a sports station, but there, you know, you need to make time for those songs you love too. Well, it's important, right? Now, let me ask you, Trent. Have you? Uh, do you have any new favorite artists? Oh, new favorite artists. Yeah, it's like oh, something boy. new. Like, like to me, they're not that new. But Royal Blood is still kind of new, even though they're not new. They're still kind of new. So something like that. Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. I mean, yeah. Um, well, I listen to uh, – I'm a Spotify guy. Okay. And uh, I listen every Friday to the new releases. You can go and they give you – they serve up new releases, you know, to kind of cater to what you listen to. And, um, yeah, I mean, every week there's something I find pretty interesting. I mean, I, I know it, it's probably a strange opinion, uh, but I th I think Billie Eilish is, is legit. I mean, sure. I think she's really got some – spectacular songs and i know not everybody's crazy about her voice but i i just i don't know she's got one thing i love about bands or singers or whatever and i'll say love them or hate them i always find it very cool if you can absolutely pinpoint who they are just mm -hmm. by hearing them sure right in That's this what, day the and age of an artist in this day and age i mean you can go if you listen to spotify you know how this goes right you play whatever band you're listening to and you can go to the little, you know, people also like sure. button. Mm -hmm. And I've done this for fun with, you know, a friend. I'll play, I'll play X band or X rapper or X, you know, whatever. And then you'll play fans also like this. And after maybe three or four, you can't tell, you can't tell one. They all from start the other. to sound the same. They sure. all start to sound the same. So I think for somebody to be able to stand out, Lana Del Rey is another one that mm. I think is just. Uh, you know, again, I mean, Billie Eilish, Lana Del Rey, when you hear them, you just immediately know who they are. Now, do so, you think, uh, do you find Billie the more talented one or her brother Phineas? Well, that's a great, I mean, there's a great, great question, yeah. right? I mean, who's, uh, I think it's, see, well, again, this is the nerd factor. I'm, I'm always fascinated by how cool is his job? He's got he a great gets job. to go, I mean, he's, he's part of it. Sure. But, now, of course, diehard fans, I'm sure, know who he is. But uh, you would imagine he can probably still go to the mall. Yeah. He can I would have known him if he walked in this room. He I would have known. He could probably go to a restaurant, and um, and yet he's he's living the dream, and he's traveling, and he's... I mean, uh, no, absolutely. He's got a... He gets all the... You know, a lot of the credit. But her... Vo I mean, again, man, what do you think of her? I mean... I like I know her she, songs. She, I do. I think she's a great songwriter. She's really young, um, and I I think she's got a long career ahead of her. But I really think Phineas is the true talent in that band. What do you think of her voice? I know it doesn't people. Bother me. I know people that say, "See, I think it's just smooth and cool," and then other people have said, "You know, she doesn't. She do, there's no there's no power to it." But yet, it's hard. That delivery yeah. is still quite difficult yeah. to do well. Well, I'll tell and you, and she does it well. A lot of people say, oh, they've got a horrible voice. I could do better than that. Try it. Yeah, give it a shot. Give it a shot because it's hard. And I, I don't think she has a bad voice at all. I think she has a great voice. I see nothing wrong with her voice. It fits what she's doing. Phineas is brilliant for writing the music the way he does to fit her voice. And the collaboration of the two of them are 
genius. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's cool stuff. And you know, again, there's another there's another thing. She is incredibly young. And, uh, I mean, look at the success already. Cause so, yeah. I mean, imagine, you know, backing up what well, we said, who's going to be the next Prince and who, you know, there you go. There's somebody that could somebody be that in could that, be. in that territory, you know, the next, you know, uh, iconic artist. So I'm trying to think of rock bands. I, I mean, again, you put me on the spot. I, I listen <laughs> to this every week and suddenly I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but, uh, I, it, I just listen to so much. I listen to so much. And my problem is, too, I absolutely get stuck on, um, well, you're talking about Queensryche, right? I mean, there are thousands of bands to listen to, singers, rappers, artists, whatever. And you've got your Mm go-tos, right? I mean, there are records that I just, I've listened to for 20 years that I just can't stop listening to. And they never never get old. I mean, I, I literally just threw on Kiss, Crazy Nights. Oh, wow. That record came out in, I think, 89 or 90. Yeah, maybe eighty-eight even, and I still listen to it, and I love it. So yes, there's albums that I put, and I'm I'm talking real records. Yeah. I throw records on. <laughs> well, and here, I was, you know, and I, I'll surprise you with this. I this time of year, summertime, I find myself enjoying a lot of country music. Sure, which I get that. again, I mean, you have to have seasonal favorites, right? Yeah, country music to me. All about summer. Well, I play, in a, I play in a country sure. band. I mean, I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, that's not my go-to. But um, I get stuck in these Kenny Chesney loops <laughs> sure. and Jason Aldean. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I got caught into a, uh, do you like Jason Aldean? You I familiar? do. I do, yeah. Any old bar stool. Do you know that one? I don't know that one. You should play it. I played it about 39 times the other day. <laughs> Nice. So you have to be by yourself because everyone will hate you around you. But yeah, yeah, man, you get in that vibe. You get what a is song it with on. country music that gives that, that a lot of people are just turned off? Do you think it's the twang in the voice? No, I don't even think it's not. That's not the country, country music. Country music right now is rock music. No, Let's it's not honest. even. The, it's not the country music part. It's the part. The reason I, I played it thirty-seven times. I mean, people. Right. It's a good. Not song. everybody wants to hear the same song on repeat. I don't realize that. That not everybody's a. You know, some people are like, okay, it's one and done sure. enough. And I'm a I'm a massive repeat player. When I get in that vibe, I just can't stop. You got to just keep playing it. And oh my God, if the window's down, right, driving sure. around uh-huh. sunset, you get out of town. I'm with you. You know, it's funny. Country music for the musicians out there. Country music has traded tellies and Fender amps for Les Pauls and Marshall stacks and distortion. It's totally become what rock was. Like Bon Jovi for me. Is like what country music is now. What do you With think? Of, twang. What do you think of Chris Stapleton? There's I one that's that's come, that's come to mind. I've just recently sort of. Uh, I mean, I was familiar and I listened to bits and pieces, but recently, all of a sudden, he's he's kind of crept up. Like oh, that yeah. guy. That guy is you know smooth. Sure, smooth delivery. And he kind of reminds me. He's not necessarily the Marshall Stack and Les Paul country guy. Sure. He's he's like a little like when I first heard his album, the first album with Tennessee Whiskey on it. It really took me back to thinking, this is old country. This is like Waylon amped up just a little bit. Yeah. No, he's... Um, I love him. He's... Uh, I definitely uh, will be spending more time with him. He's one of those guys that, I mean, I I was at a show, and I just was not able to really pay attention to it, but... Um, no, it was very cool. He's very... Uh, I think he, I ran into you in that show. I'm sure you did. I think that was at USANA, wasn't it? Not? Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A couple of years ago. Yeah. 
That was that was a great show. He put on a great show, and I love the fact that his wife's up there with him. Well, she wasn't yeah. at the USANA show that time, but she wa- I think she was pregnant back at home. But she does a lot with him in the studio, sings with him. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and they're uh, yeah they're a spectacular team, a, a great group of people to deal with too. Well, uh, staying on the topic that we were, you know, the new artists. I mentioned them at the beginning of this, but and they're not necessarily new. But I'm just really into Royal Blood. I just think they are so cool. New so album, unique. new album. Yes. All, actually, all of their albums are really but cool. But I mean, they have a new album out, correct? Yes, yes yeah. they do. But what I love about them is it's two guys, Trent. It's a bass player and a drummer. That's it. Yeah. And the way he does, how he makes his bass, he splits his signal, goes into a guitar app, then into a bass app, and how he has all these mute switches. It's really cool the way he makes it happen. And I just love them. I, they remind me of like... Now, I may go out on a limb here, but they remind me of Rage Against the Machine when they first came out. Just real riffy-based you know, songs that would just like hit you in the face kind of songs. And I love them. I can tell you another – I mean, it's – okay, I'll, so now I'm thinking rock. I was – again, it took me a minute to think it through. There's a band called Quicksand. Are you okay. familiar? No, I'm not. Tell me about Quicksand. They're just a uh, – they've got roots in uh, the hardcore scene which I grew up in and um they're they're hardcore legends and uh but this but quicksand is sort of more of a it's hard to explain but it's just a straight up alt rock band they've been around quite a while um and they're about to put a new album out I believe next I think middle of August I believe and okay. uh, they've been dropping some singles and uh that's been another repeat it came out a couple of weeks ago it's called Brushed and, excellent uh, it's just got a vibe to it. He's I'm, just got a, a Walter is the vocalist. He's just got a, a just a, a unbelievable delivery. So again, same thing. Very cool. If you're into rock and you're into you immediately know it's Walter. Okay. And uh, Sergio is the bass player who also plays bass in the Deftones. Okay, which I know is the one Deftones of my for absolute sure. favorite. Mine bands. too. Um, so yeah, there I've been I've been uh, repeat quicksand Jason Aldean <laughs> and also it. Rod Wave. That's it. another one, a rapper, which, uh, it, anyway. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap up segment two. We're going to head to commercial. Then we're going to come back with segment three. We're going to talk about the brand new, well, not brand new. We're going to talk about the upcoming concerts that are about to hit here in Salt Lake. Trent, live music is back. It's awesome, oh, and is I'm it excited. Ever? Is it ever? This is the Music and Concert Zone. Ninety-seven five twelve eighty the zone. This is the music and concert zone. Johnny Lightfoot, my good buddy Trent Falcone on the other side. We are cranking out Alanis Morissette, buddy. Well, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. <laughs> well, look, we've got right, we've got so some cool stuff coming up. ZZ Top, uh, Prince to ZZ Top to Cinderella. To Billie Eilish, to Alanis yeah. Morissette. See, we've that's hit. why we wanted to do the show. We, we've hit music, all the genres. There's no music, more genres. <laughs> music fans. Quicksand music fans. Here we go. That's it. Well, actually, we yeah. are going to go over the concert, concert schedule, and this is brought to you in part by Live Nation. We've got some great shows coming up this summer, and Trent, music is back. Concerts are back. Did you see the fans at Lollapalooza? Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. It's, no, it's 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 spectacular. It's spectacular. I just uh, I just saw uh, uh, Country Fan Fest. Okay, and um, 
you know, again, it's not it's not my go-to, uh, but I, I I was able to go out there and check it out. And you know, man, it's that's probably it's just the coolest thing to see people back yeah. in an audience. I mean, together, live music. It's what we needed. Oh my God! It's just the happiness, the absolute yeah. sheer joy on people's right? faces, and and uh, smiling and and dancing and just happy happiness, singing right. along and. Uh, there's nothing like it again. If you're listening to this show, you must understand, right? You're not going to tune into a music show if you don't love music. Sure, of course. So you know what I'm talking about, and that's what it was. And to see everybody, and it was, it was just, uh, it was an amazing feeling. Well, let's let's go over some of the shows starting with uh, Friday, September third, out at Usana Amphitheater. We've got the Jonas Brothers, the Remember This tour coming. Yes, indeed. That's with, Ke- with Kelsey Ballerini, who is also spectacular. That's going to be a great show. It doesn't have to be rock. It's going to be all genres, and we're going to talk about a, a bunch of different genres. So September 3rd, Jonas Brothers. We've got uh, September 7th. And this is a show I'm kind of excited about. Three Doors Down, The Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there you go. Time flies. Man. That's exciting. Then, of course, we've got uh, Thursday, September 9th. These are all shows right now that I'm talking about at uh, USANA Amphitheater. We've got Corn and Stained. So let me ask this question. This is an interesting one. So I have had people tell me Stained could be the headliner. Really? What's your opinion on that? I was not. A, I was never really wow. familiar with. I mean, I know who they are. I'm familiar. Sure. Um. But Are they what, just swapping your, like every other night no, or something? No, it's their their support, and um, I've had um, I've observed online some people just uh, they're stunned that they would be playing, or they would be I guess technically opening for Corn, but they're support wow. direct support. So I mean, it's still you know. Wow. What are your What are your thoughts on that? I mean, um, I know Corn fans are. You know, they're legit. They are. Sure. They're passionate. That's a passionate group of people. <laughs> My thought is I think Korn's a bigger band, but and they should be headlining, but I guess either one of them could headline their own tour. Well, and there's something for you. I mean, have you, uh, certainly in your time playing music, that would be a tough band to uh, go on before. Well, to, to go on before Korn, because again, that, that yeah. the Korn crowd is, they're legit. They're passionate about Korn. Sure. That would be a tough That'd be a tough. You got to be able to hold your own. Well, you remember a few years ago, maybe a decade ago, Kiss and Aerosmith came together. Oh, we can't even get into this. And Aerosmith opened for Kiss, and I uh, no Kiss opened for Aerosmith. I can't remember which way it went. It was I believe. I I think Kiss Kiss opened up. Opened, yeah. And and I remember thinking this is really weird. Absolute nonsense. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. It is. Come on. But what I remember is the Kiss fans at painted their faces, stuck around for Aerosmith. And it was weird seeing Gene Simmons in the audience <laughs> listening to, uh, you know, every Aerosmith ballad that's out there and singing along. It's like, whoa, that's uh, really trippy. You were at the show? I was. Did you stay? I did. I bounced. You did? Yeah, okay, I bounced. Fair enough. Sorry. Well, speaking of Kiss, the week of September 22nd, which is a Wednesday, we're getting three nights in a row of amazing concerts out at USANA Amphitheater. We're going to have September 22nd, Kiss end of the world road or end of the road world tour coming, which is supposedly supposed to be their final tour. We'll see, and then the next night, Thursday, September twenty third, the the artist we came in with, Alanis Morissette, is in town with special guest Garbage, and then I'm excited about this next night on Friday, September twenty fourth, Lady A 
what a song can be what a song can do tour 2021 i like lady a there's another one i've suddenly uh i i'm not going to get into the songs but man they came up on a spotify playlist and i was I think I was on repeat. There yeah. it was, man. It was like, yeah, there were a couple of those. But there's a fast question. What Garbage opening for Alanis. What are your thoughts on Garbage? I loved Garbage. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, they had that resurge just recently being in the uh, Captain Marvel movie and the songs. I mean, that all took place in the 90s, and I loved the songs. And so he, seeing that movie and hearing those songs really back, brought back my 90s music. And I'm, I'm excited. I think that's going to be an awesome show. It it will be spectacular. That's going to be a it's going to be a three day run, but it will be cool. That's it's going to be, be very an cool. awesome week of of just great music. And it's live music. It's back. It's back finally. Well, Trent, this has been a lot of fun, man. I really enjoy talking music, talking concerts. Just you know shooting it. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot of fun, and I really appreciate you uh, hanging out. We need to do this some more. We're gonna. We're absolutely going to. And it's been. A, this is great. I mean, again, whatever you're doing in your life, whatever's going on. You need to have you need to tune out and, and yeah. remember the the things you love, right? So Absolutely. it's nice to talk about something that you love. It's not serious. It's mm-hmm. just it's just fun. It's like you're hanging out with your buddies or whatever in your backyard and you talk about music. That's what this should be, right? That's so it. hopefully that's that's where this will go. Listening to music and listening to concerts is something I think everybody enjoys and can relate to. It's simple. It brings out an emotion in us. We love it. I We'll turn on music and rock out and dance around the house. I'm sure other people do the same thing, too. It's something that we need in our lives, and I'm very thankful and happy that it is back with us. I'm excited. All right, well, this is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I am Johnny Lightfoot. My co-host is Trent Falcone. This is the Music and Concert Zone. We'll see you next week.